Welcome to Dads Who Love Sports. I'm Jeff Greatrick, and with me, as always, ya boy, is the great Shannon Hartley. Oh, okay. So we're doing like a <laughs> the Ohio State kind of thing? Uh, yeah. The Shannon Hartley. Are you you're sticking with the and leaving great out? Yeah, I'll leave great out. I'll just go the. Uh, all right. That actually sounds a little bit better. It's more humble, you know? I like it. <laughs> Except for the part where I don't. All right. Well. Uh, we are recording this. Hoping to post this one up. Um... Sorry, we're recording this video, so hey oh. Uh, I'm hoping to post that up uh, soon, uh, this week. Um, last week, episode was awesome, really focused on coming back, yeah, COVID. Just kind of our personal lives, and not much at all about sports. <laughs> so we're sorry if you were expecting a bunch of sports, but we know our fans, and we know that they really just want to hear from us, and they know we'll get into sports eventually. Right. So, here we are, and we're going to get straight into sports. We're going to get straight into sports, people. We'll get to some family stuff later. we got some cute stuff. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, no, we will. we, we got at least we one really yeah. cute thing. We, that's that's pretty true. cute. Um, uh, NBA bubble. Tell me about it, Shannon. The NBA bubble. Um, it's a weird time in basketball and in sports around the world in general. Um... But I'm really glad that the NBA figured it out, and it seems like the bubble that they've created down in Florida is really, really working well. Um, I don't think they've had any positive tests for maybe a couple weeks now. And uh, so if everyone stays in that bubble, they should be fine until the end of the season. Um, teams are only going to be leaving once they get bumped out. So... Um, so all good signs, but it's just, it's so wild. I mean, I think LeBron was the one who said it's like a, it's like the biggest AAU, to, or, or, I don't know if he said the biggest AAU tournament in the world or an adult, an adult AAU tournament, yeah, but yeah. that's like literally what it yeah. is. It's like they have these big AAU tournaments that happen in Vegas or, you know, these big cities and you've got and all these at, teams. You're at a hotel for oh, yeah. like eight days at playing hotels. this tournament. Here it's now going to be there for like eight weeks. Yep, and they just run game after game, and that's what it feels like right now. It's, yeah. You know, I'm watching the Blazers every any, other day. Are there I any family members there? Um, I don't know if they have family members right now, but I feel I, I think I'm that pretty once sure they get to the finals, yeah, they can have not, family. Not members. the finals. I Conference think finals, once sorry. the playoffs start and teams have left, they can allow more people to come in. But they have to test po- uh, negative, obviously. Right. Um, so, th- yeah, eventually I'm pretty sure that they'll be able to have family members come in. Which I think is kind of risky, though. You think about it, like you make it all the way to the playoffs, and it's like right there, and then LeBron's wife comes. Heaven forbid this happen. Why has it got to be LeBron's wife? Because he would be hands down the biggest name to get COVID. <laughs> That's true. That'd be <laughs> big news. Like number one seed in the West. Like, yeah, that would be that you know it'd be wild if if like Bronny, his son came into the bubble and then like snuck out and went to a club one night or something came back gave everyone covid that would be wild or it could just be lou williams <laughs> or it could just be lou williams <laughs> lou williams going to the club oh my gosh uh okay you started saying Bronny comes into the bubble and immediately i'm like is this gonna be like a movie where lebron gets covid and Bronny has to step in as starting small small forward. Ooh, that would be Sorry. awesome. Uh, small forward? Point forward. He plays everything. So, All right. <laughs> yeah, close. one, two, three, four. I mean, I think he'll he'll probably even play five. So, Bronny could right now probably just play point guard though. I think he's like six three. Dude, somewhere they're in there. gonna be playing at the same time. Yeah. LeBron will face his son in the NBA. Well, I'm pretty down. sure he's talked about it, and he's said. He wants that's, to do it. Yeah, that's a goal of his. He wants to play with his son, and I f- think that's the first father-son duo that will have played against each other. I could be wrong about that. Or played with each other? Or played with? Wow. And can you imagine, like, at the level that he is going to be playing at? Like, he could still be, like, so this is in basketball, of course, because, like, baseball has had a, a few father-sons. You know, like Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. once homered back-to-back. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. Clearly, Ken Griffey Jr. is the better player. Yeah. You know, and it's like one of the greats of all time. Right. And LeBron's one of the greats of all time. We'll see mm-hmm. 
we'll see what Bronny does. Best of luck to you, Bronny. Best of luck. <laughs> it's hard to follow up. Come to Portland. A father like that. That's crazy. Well, yeah, Michael Jordan's kids, not Dang. so much. Yeah. But Walter Payton's son, great Miami. I know Hurricanes. nothing about Walter Payton. Played, uh, Emmett Smith's son played at Stanford for a little bit, but then true. I think he he didn't do much, I don't think. Let's talk about Randy Johnson's daughter. Star yeah. U of O volleyball Willow. Willow name? Johnson. She plays volleyball for the University of Oregon. How do you follow up a man who once killed a bird mid-pitch? You play volleyball at the University of Oregon. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Go Ducks. Go Ducks. <laughs> well, speaking of, since we're on the topic of LeBron, um, this is the first time he just clinched the first first uh, seed in the West. Mm-hmm. First, first in the West. And everyone said, oh, LeBron, he's in the East. He's never played in the West. That's why it's been so easy for him. It's like Tom Brady going to, you know, a different division. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, one of the – it's like him going to the best division and getting first in the best division. Right. So, Right. Clearly the AFC East is a bad division. The NFC South is a good division. Yeah. Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans. It's yeah. gonna be a, It's going to be a fun season. We'll get to that. Also, fun fact about the LeBron and uh, winning the West with the Lakers. Lakers got a were out of the playoffs for the last five years, and uh, this is the first time ever in NBA history that a team has had a five-year playoff drought and then come back as the number one seed. Wow! Yeah, interesting stat. Yeah, <laughs> and last time the Lakers were the number one seed in the West, NBA champions. Hey. 2010. With Kobe. Yeah. Derek Fisher. R.I.P. Ooh. God, I missed that guy. Kobe! Kobe. I um, just shot a piece of paper into the trash can and missed. <laughs> For all you video listeners, you know I didn't really do it's that. It's not true. It's not true. But he definitely would have missed. <laughs> For Kobe. For Kobe. <laughs> Uh, for Kobe. But yeah, that's just that's another check mark for LeBron in his repertoire and his history, his legacy, winning the West. And if mm-hmm. he wins the West and then wins the championship, gets MVP, it a hundred percent will not silence the haters. At thirty five, no. No, it'll never the silence si- the haters. I'm not I Are you I'm a LeBron a, believer? I'm a LeBron hater hater. Me too, me too. What okay. has he done to deserve the hate other than, okay, I'll give you the, the decision. decision. Okay. I'll give the you decision. the decision. And by the way, the decision was not his idea. It was, uh, I believe, a PR or agent's idea. It was. and Probably for money. I, I think, think it was a money thing. It was charity. Oh, charity. So Okay, so we did it for charity. Because he get did mad it at, at like a school, like an elementary school. In, um, Just a kid from Akron, you know? Gosh, I know. Akron I, Elementary. I think, you know, went around it the wrong way. I... I'm not, of course, don't know all the details, but yeah, I think it was, you know, listening to a PR thing about this, this is how you should, you know, go about this, and it would be really good for your image, and it went terribly, but that being said, he went back, everything's good, he brought a championship to Northwest Ohio, Northeast Ohio, Northwest Ohio. Northeast Ohio, I'm pretty sure. Northeast Ohio. Okay, the decision is not the worst thing LeBron has ever done. The worst, single worst thing LeBron has ever done is whoa, when wait, he wait, got... Whoa, 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 are you going to guess? Oh, my gosh. Are you going to guess? I'm just trying to think. Okay, first off, let me say this. This is why, also why I'm a LeBron hater hater. <laughs> Do you see about LeBron in the in the news about not picking up his kids from school? Or you, you see him in the club, you know, with, with other girls? You hear about him talking a lot of trash. Okay, well, when you're the best, I'll allow it. I don't think he does talk that much trash. I he's very he's Jordan very, did, he's, and I'm okay with it. He's very firm in uh, believing in himself, but I don't feel like he talks trash about like a lot of other. But players. I would be okay with it if he did. He'll talk Just trash like to Jordan. people who talk trash about him. <laughs> yeah, if usually but only if they're you big. You don't figures. see he's not a Lou Williams leaving the bubble going to a strip club. No. So I'm just He's saying, not. so what are, you, what are you mad about other than the decision? I'm pretty sure he did like an Instagram model's photo one time while he was married. That's the one thing i Is that I've what seen. you're going to say? No, no, no. That's oh, not the thing. That's it? He liked a photo? I think he liked an Instagram. It was like a booty shot. Like, you can't. Oh I, my, my guess is he, he, he double tapped on accident. He was probably trying to zoom in. He double tapped it. Oh my gosh. I guarantee it. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I guarantee that's what happened. Okay, um, when you're like Facebook style, I'm not even talk, I'm not even talking Instagram thing. When I'm like, you know, out, someone will add a, a friend or something will pop up on a Facebook feed or an Instagram, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I haven't like seen this person in forever. You know what I mean? They don't post anything. Or you go down like, oh, I used to know them. You go down this rabbit hole. I'm not talking like inappropriate or whatever type yeah. photos. You're just like I'm talking just out like how their life's your, been. Exactly. A huge, the, one of the top two fears of mine is accidentally liking or double tapping a photo from like three years ago yep. on someone's feed. The other one, ending a professional phone call with, okay, bye, I love you. <laughs> Those two things haunt me. Cause you why know did, why did I love one? That, that one's just funny. I'll be like talking to like one of the reps at the restaurant. All right, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. I love you. <laughs> I think that's just funny. It's funny, but it also like stresses me out. <laughs> Don't let it stress you out. It's it stresses funny. me out. If it happens, it's just funny. No one's going to be like, that dude's weird. Okay. Well, also, if I go into your profile and like your middle school's profile picture, you're, you're going to think it's funny? Yeah, if it's you doing it to my profile. All right, yeah, if it's me doing it, I will yours. think it's funny. Now Especially I'm, if you do it now. Yeah, now I'm definitely 100% going to do it. <laughs> but if you're just creeping on some friend from middle school and you like a post from two years ago. Oh, it's so weird. Then it feels awkward. It's so It's happened weird. to me. I don't like it. And <laughs> now I've trained myself. You've done it? I've Yeah. I, I don't... Someone's photo. I guarantee I've done it. Oh, I've... I've... Well, you've never actually done it? So. I've probably done it a few times, and I just feel really awkward about it, and just you can't do anything about it. So you can unlike it. Well, yeah, you like it, and then you ex. But they still get the notification, I think. Not if you unlike it before they see it. And that's not true. <laughs> I think so. I don't think that's true at all. Well, we're gonna I think check they it still get this. the notification. I'm recording. Depends so. on if they have notifications on or not for Instagram. A lot of people that's don't. True. I don't think I have notifications on for for likes because there's just so many coming in. That I can't <laughs> handle that's it. Like a, that's like a hundred percent not true, but <laughs> it's okay. Good for you, Shannon. Uh, where? Oh, my LeBron thing. I haven't even yeah, gotten okay. to it yet. Uh, the worst thing LeBron has ever done. Yeah. You still want to try and guess? Well, I want to do a little plug here. Okay. We're all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. That's true. I love Jesus. I'm not we're not. I'm not going to throw my religion out. Like Le- at people, LeBron just throw Le- it out there. LeBron's king, but he's not king. Exactly. So I just want to say that. But the worst thing in our what has he done? Oh my gosh, it's got to be something in a game. I don't know. Go. The worst thing LeBron done. LeBron has done is when he got to Miami with D Wade and Chris Bosh, bragging and only one two. Yep. Bra- no, no, no. Well, promising, maybe not promising, saying that they were going to bring. Not five, not six, not seven, eight championships to the Miami Heat. They said it. I think it was LeBron, too. Yeah, that's cocky. How are you going to promise eight championships, Bron? I don't know. I would chalk that up to, I don't, I don't agree with that. I, well, I, I think would it chalk was that up to him being cocky. Which well, I've allowed, yeah. He brought two. Okay, so it's cocky and confidence. It's cocky confidence mixed with... The, the you think situation that's worse than the decision. Oh, 100%. Mixed with the. He brought him two the, championships. The hubris. The hubris on that man. <laughs> no, disagree. No. Um, I think it was a situation because they had like a, a hype rally when you, they got to Miami. You know and, what we need? We need one of those taboo timer things that you can press when one of us disagrees because I want to be like, <laughs> no, you're wrong. We need that. Coming soon to an episode near you. All right. Okay, but keep going. The, the hype rally, Miami. Yeah, there was. Uh, they had like a pep rally type thing in Miami, and he went off and said that. And I think it was probably just high energy situation, and he's got that con- cocky confidence and uh, let that come out of his mouth. Cocky confidence. Sure. <laughs> I'm not going to make that a word, but cocky confidence. Cock. There's no good way to say that. So. Cockness. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so LeBron won the West. Am I allowed to say that? LeBron won the West. It's uh, huge for him and his career. But the West is also interesting because there are a few teams vying for that eighth seed. And someone 
the two teams who are looking the strongest right now, obviously Memphis is in the eighth seed, but we've got Portland, go Blazers. I've actually got my Blazers shirt on for everyone watching. Um, and they just beat Houston right before we started recording. Um, huge game for the Blazers. Uh, they obviously need every game they can get right now. Um, another team making a surge right now is the San Antonio Spurs. So anytime you got Greg Popovich um, as coach of the team um, that's also making a run, the Blazers definitely have the Spurs to worry about, and obviously Memphis does as well. So um, I need to bring up the Western Conference standings right now just to see if anyone else is close. Let's see. So Grizzlies 8, Blazers 9, Spurs 10, Pelicans are still right there. They're a game behind the Spurs, and the Suns are a game behind the Pelicans. So, But the 8 the eight through 12 seeds are separated by three games? 32, 29, yeah, three games. Yeah. Kings are out, right? It's really close. Uh, Kings are in the bubble, but they're... I mean, they're they're at twenty eight wins, okay. so they're four games back, four and a half. Scoot it over to your mic, sorry for the audio. Oh, okay, yeah. so the weird thing is to the, the getting the eight seed is important because you've got that play in. So all you have to do is be within what four games? It's four or four and a half games? I think it's. it's uh, I've got four games here. Okay. Um, but if you lose, if you're the eight seed and you lose the first game, you get you're still in it. So I, th- I believe you, seed, if you're the eighth seed, I believe you have to lose twice. Yeah. So you you get so getting the eighth seed is what you want. Yes, that you want would the be huge. Seed, but you're still in control of your destiny if you um, if you're within four games of the eighth seed. So it's going to be great if the Blazers um, if they're just within that four games of the Grizzlies, which I'm thinking that's going to happen. They've won two, lost one, right? The, yeah, they've won two, lost one, and the Grizzlies. And they should have won all three. Yeah, oh or gosh, they that should game have, against Boston. Or they should have lost it royally, but yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, it'll be great if if they can just get in to the play-in. But if they get that eight seed, I almost am going to guarantee that that they're that they're going to make it into the playoffs. Trying to beat the Blazers right now, Twice. two games in a row with Dame on the team. Nurk Whiteside down low, Melo's playing hot. CJ's solid. Gary Trent has been coming up huge. Mello's, oh my gosh, Melo's playing like every GM who said he was washed up walks by him at breakfast. It's true. You see that picture? No. There's this picture of like Lamelo. It's like a meme, and he's like wearing a fedora. And he's just, like sitting at this like brunch table, and. You can't really see it, but if you're watching the video, he's just sitting there like this. He's got this just smug look on his face, like, and it's like Mello waiting for every GM who said he's washed up to walk by at breakfast, because <laughs> they're all there. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Skinny Mello right now. He cut a lot of weight, but he didn't. Well, that's what he, he said. Re- redistributed his weight. Yeah, is what he said. That's what I'm doing. Which is yeah. That's, I'm redistributing my weight too. Oh yeah, that's something I'm, we need to talk I'm, about. I'm, we talked about last week. We we were are we gonna do updates? I thought we were gonna do updates. Oh, are we, oh okay. Later maybe. Still feel fat. <laughs> Less fat. We're both trying to lose weight and yeah. It's going well. I mean I'm losing weight. Yeah. Well maybe we'll get into that later. Yeah. Uh you wanna got more basketball, wanna move into some baseball? I mean I don't really want to move into baseball, but we we can go ahead All and right, do that. Then we'll move into football. Well, I guess I should... uh, Maybe you should give a little confessional about your feelings on baseball, and then I'll allow two minutes of rebuttal for me to just rip you apart. Well, I want to finish up the basketball real quick. Oh, yeah. we got more basketball. Blazers are are looking like a real strong contender to make the playoff spot. The Grizzlies are uh, looking young and experienced. They're they're a really good, high-energy team, but for this scenario, they... They might just not have the experience to uh, to keep that that eight seed and make it into the playoffs. But um, nothing's really holding back the Blazers right now, other than themselves. It looks like mm-hmm. they're a really strong candidate. And well, because a healthy Blazers <clears throat> with the team they have now could have already locked up a playoff spot at number five. Oh, you could meet. Yeah, they'd be they'd be they were somewhere. They were the three seed last year. They'd be somewhere between 
I mean, probably three, three and eight. Probably somewhere between three and six. They'd That's probably be they'd be ahead of the Thunder if they were healthy all year. Right. And uh, people forget they they don't have Rodney Hood right now either. He's not coming back at all. And he's not coming back this season. No, he'll be back next season. But but yeah, Spurs and Greg Popovich are looking like the other team that could potentially make a run at at the uh, playoff spots. So look out for those teams. Grizzlies, Trailblazers, Spurs. Pop's always going to be in it. Yep. I was actually surprised that that he stood for the national anthem. But did you see what DeMar Rosen said? No. He, so him and, what is her last name? Becky... Becky Hammond. Yes, Becky Hammond, um, who, little side note, I think is within five years going to be an NBA head coach. Um, she should be. Well, Spur- She's great. Spurs might hire her after Maybe. Pop is done. I, I guarantee he recommends her. Yeah, but he's going to recommend Tim, too. Tim Duncan. Tim yeah. would be a good... And Tim has way more history with the organization and the fan base. Nothing against Becky Hammond. I'm I'm sticking by five years by 2025. Becky Hammond, former WNBA superstar, is going to be a coach. But she and Greg Popovich both wore Black Lives Matter T-shirts. And oh, they're t- yeah, they're totally for the movement. But Demar Rosen was like, "Look, um, we don't need everyone to you know go out here and like vilify you know these people. Like we know what they stand about. They've got their convictions. We've got ours. Um, but the issue isn't standing for the national anthem." You know, the issue is, and he didn't say these words, you know, verbatim. It's like the issue is, you know, supporting the, like, ending of, like, systemic racism. And, like, we know where they're at. Yeah. If they feel more comfortable standing, then go for it. It's not like they're not supporting everyone kneeling. Exactly. It's just that they, feel they have their they have their convictions yeah. and, and they're making the decision to stand. But they're still supporting the movement, which right. is totally fine. One Myers, Myers Leonard, Leonard, he stood. And he, did you see the, his, Jonathan like, Isaac the friend the like, um, holding his leg? Yeah, I did see that. And that it's like, cool. look, we we get your convictions. To you've got family in the military. You yeah, want his it, brother you, is in the military. Yeah, his was not sure. And so you know, I think that's like something that is getting missed, or you know, in the you know, with people that are actually upset about people like kneeling for the national anthem, is like, it's it's not about disrespect. Nobody is kneeling, going like. In trying to be, it's shedding light on something. It's saying, "Hey, we want to, you know, stand for it." And people that aren't are also that in that same regard can still have that, like, "Hey, I feel like strongly passionate about, you know, standing. I've got family members. I've got my convictions, but I'm still 100 percent on board." Totally. And what Jonathan Isaac said, Isaacson, Isaacson, jo- Jonathan Isaac, Jonathan Isaac, he's saying is like, "I've got some real gospel convictions. Like, you know, we all fall short. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not about." You know that that wearing a T-shirt isn't going to fix the problem. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really interested actually to see how Drew Brees um, handles his whole situation because obviously he made his comments. Um, well, there was a new article that came out re- like a couple days ago. Did you see that or no? I haven't. No. Oh, he 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 said one of the like most eye-opening experiences in his entire life was the backlash he got from his comments. And it was just so eye-opening to realize how wrong his approach was. Mm. You know what I mean? That it, yeah. that maybe his, whether, you know, he could still he had that good, same, in, good, good intentions, throw to hell. Bad knowledge. But, yeah. And so how eye-opening that was for him and, you know, humbling and stuff. So yeah. that, that came out a couple of days ago. Probably so, when they so the thing I'm interested in is to see whether he decides to kneel or stand during the national anthem, or if he decides to do both. Maybe he kneels some games, maybe he stands some games. But, I mean, when you have guys like Popovich and Myers Leonard and Jonathan Isaac standing and saying, hey, I'm totally still for this movement, but, like, my convictions are telling me that are telling me to stand. And so, obviously, people know that Drew Brees wants to stand, but he's still all in on, on the Black Lives Matter movement. So does he stand? I and bet. if he does, do people does he still get a bunch of backlash because he's not kneeling? I that's what I'm interested in is if he receives backlash for not kneeling. Because then it's almost like a you better bend the knee type thing. And I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I I, I think that Drew Brees will probably stand. And have his right hand on a teammate who's kneeling. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's what I would guess he would like, do if he did I stand. feel strongly about standing for my convictions, but I 100% support everything that you stand for, everything that needs to be done, everything that is wrong with this country that needs fixing. Like, I support that. You know? Well, so, and that was the problem with what he said, is that he, he said, I, I will never support someone who kneels mm-hmm. during our national anthem and against the flag. I, I bet I'd put my money on him standing next to Michael Thomas, who... That's, famously yeah. was upset with him yeah. and then forgave him, which yeah. is what the world needs. That's my needs. QB. That's what the world needs. Yeah. To be like, Drew Brees said something he shouldn't have, and it was, whether you think it was misconstrued or you disagree with it, he said himself, he's like, I shouldn't have said it that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said it that way. That's not what I, yeah. that's not what I meant, but regardless, I messed up. And Michael Thomas, a you know black athlete who is a superstar and who Drew Brees is throwing to, said, I don't like, you are wrong. And Drew Brees said, I'm wrong. And he said, I forgive you. Yeah. I do think it's what he meant. Um, but like he said, I think he he got that eye-opening experience. And I think it helped him really clear up his... But the, if he said, did he say, I will never support someone who kneels? Yeah. Okay. No, uh, yeah, he did. I'm he pretty sure said, he, he... He either said, I will never support someone who kneels or... Uh, maybe he said, I will never, I'm pretty sure he said, I will never support kneeling for the national anthem. Something along those lines. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he, uh, I don't know, trying to pull it up here, but it's not quite, um, I don't think he meant it. Like, I think he walked back because. Uh, the saying that I won't support somebody disrespecting the flag and I think that he is what he meant and I think that what he realized after is that this isn't disrespecting the flag yeah do you know that when in a military um, funeral like somebody who is a veteran um, they have a flag that covers the casket and they and then they cover it and then they kneel kneel. I've I've been there and it's it's awe-inspiring there's no you know they're kneeling like for the flag whoever like Colin Kaepernick didn't just put his left hand in the air with his right hand on the shoulder taking a knee giving the big middle finger to the flag yeah first he sat and then he like met with someone and he really then he met with Nate Boyer the who was in the military ex-marine or something yeah and they had an amazing conversation they Nate Boyer had an amazing, there's an amazing conversation that he had with, um, oh, shoot, what's his name? Uh, Not Dan Patrick, but... Jim Rome. Nope. Another one. Ian Tierney. Nope. Another one. Oh, gosh. It's one of my favorites. Pharrell? And I am just blanking right now. Um, Nope. I can... Colin... He's older, probably 50s. Oh, real good. Oh, why can't I think of his name? Sharp. Anyway, <laughs> Nate, there's an amazing conversation. With, with someone n- that Shannon likes but doesn't know. <laughs> oh, gosh, this is so frustrating right now. Um, anyway, Colin Kaepernick and Nate Boyer had a conversation. Um, and it was, yeah, it was totally about, like, being for the movement. Who, who you got there? Um, Paul Feinberg? Nope. None of those. I don't know. Oh, keep go right. There's Dan Patrick. Um, keep going. Keep going. Nope. Oh! Steven Smith? Why is... I can't believe I'm blanking. Will Kane? Gosh. Who, who are you talking about? My gosh. Why is he not listed? So weird. Unless I missed him at the front. Um. <laughs> now we're just dead space. Dead space. Sorry. Guys. Anyway, Colin Kaepernick, and Nate Boyer had an amazing conversation about, um, like you don't you don't. Oh, have to, Steve Tannen. <laughs> you don't have to kneel for the flag, but you can like join your brother in the movement, and yeah, like he had a he had a teammate who was there. No, you he's. Know. Uh. Say what you said again. I think you said it backwards. You said he had a conversation with Colin Kaepernick that you said he didn't have to kneel for the flag. 
No, no, no. Uh, Nate Boyer said kneeling kneeling is 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 a great way to okay, do it. I must have misheard. Colin yeah. Kaepernick is is would be saying to his teammates like you don't have to kneel for the flag, but like right. you can join the movement by Malcolm standing Jenkins and putting a hand on my shoulder. Very outspoken, and he didn't kneel at first. He like you know right fist in yeah. the air. And I think I'm that's not, what I'm we're saying. I'm not too saying. high on Malcolm Jenkins right now after his Deshaun Jackson reaction. I don't remember that one. Um, I mean, I, I, know, I know Malcolm Jenkins. I know the Deshaun Jackson thing, but I don't know what he said. It was very, it was very hypocritical. It was just like, pretty much like the Jews aren't our problem. Like, let's not lose focus. And it's like, uh, let's hold on. Um, we're we're trying to get equality for all, right? And like, we yeah. care about everyone. Hmm. And he was like. Jews, Jews aren't our problem. They got their own problems. Like, let's move forward. And it's like, bro, do you understand how hypocritical you're being right now? Like, why should anyone join your bandwagon? Why should white people or, you know, right. uh, brown people or, well. It, it all comes down you know. to, P, that's, that's a, I get what you're saying, Malcolm. That's not the way to say it. Yep, 100%. And Drew, Drew Brees was more like, Drew, I get what you're trying to say. <laughs> And that is definitely not the way to say it, because Drew came off strong. And I think the thing, too, for Drew that was different is Drew is, a, I think, in social media and political aspects, a man of few words, or yeah. fewer words. Yeah, definitely. And so when he says something, wise it's a words. big deal. He's known to be very wise, like few words, but very wise. Yeah, and so people listen, and it was like, Drew, that's not, if that's what you're trying to say, then you're saying it, or sorry, if that's what you, if that's what if what you're saying is what you're meaning, you're you're off. You're just wrong. You're just wrong, and and he came back and said that's not what I you know I apologize. I see now the error of my ways, and I just think I really want to like focus on the fact that like Michael Thomas said like not okay, Drew publicly. Uh, yeah, it was so and good that he called him out. Publicly said I forgive you. Yeah, totally. That's what that's the world my QB. Needs. That's what he said. That's what the world needs. Yep. Like, Forgiveness. Like you didn't grace. understand. You you. You need to understand from our perspective, you now do. Thank you for understanding. Michael Thomas could have used his stance to effectively cancel Drew Brees. Or tried to. It would have been tough, yeah, but. but you know what I mean? But yeah. Drew Brees was in the wrong. We all, he was in the wrong. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I'm just saying I think that that is, speaks so highly of. Michael Thomas, highly of the organization, highly of that relationship. Yeah, highly, you know, highly of Drew Brees to for Michael to be like, dude, that's not okay. And for yeah, Drew to be like, I'm sorry, you're right. I need to look into this more. And I need to become more knowledgeable. Like world, that is what we need. Like, and people are saying that like you can't change your stance on something in 24 hours, like Drew Brees did. That's not true can. at all. I mean, Gosh. someone can tell you something in a, in an instant, and you're like. Whoa, new revelation. That's crazy. If you make if you make a remark and then someone's like and someone calls you out on it and tells you this is what's actually happening or this is how it actually is and you're like, "Oh, right. I didn't understand." Right. Now I understand. Like it's that like, can happen instantly. Right. It's like, "Oh my gosh, I really love, you know, this actor." It's like, "Didn't you hear this actor just got uh, like charged and accused and prosecuted for, you know, molesting oh. people well i guess i don't like them anymore <laughs> yeah it's like i oh. just made my decision my my new decision and i think because i became more knowledgeable right and i think we all need to take that approach in life because if you're the person who says hey look like didn't you know this person is like you know like did this and this and this oh my gosh i didn't now i don't like them you need to also be receptive of that like it, it it's a two-lane highway People yeah. need to be like like Michael Thomas is the is an example here. Like you've you've gotta like okay, there's grace in the world. Yeah. We all we all need it and the only way to get it is to give it. So true. So true. So anyway, yeah, I'll be interested to see yeah. see how Drew Brees handles that situation. I'm sure he will handle it very well. Um, I think it's gonna be I I bet Week him and Michael one, Thomas. Him and Michael Thomas. I think you're right about that. Drew Brees kneeling, hand on the shoulder of, you know, Michael Thomas would be my bet. I think you're right about that. <clears throat> All right. 
what did we or any next? one of his teammates. Who knows what this, you know, this like training camp is going to, you know, maybe he's going to establish a new friendship, you know, with someone that is really like, you know, convicts him or something. So it doesn't have to, I'm not saying Michael Thomas is the only person he should put his yeah hand on. Just because of how it happened. Right. I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And they're obviously probably the two biggest players on that team. Right. So um, did you want to get into baseball at all? Shannon? Thought you never asked. <laughs> well, uh, so baseball's yeah. back. They actually uh, came back. Uh, Shannon, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hold back my excitement. Uh, Shannon's a closet baseball fan. Uh, the funny thing about we, we gotta talk about this. Okay. The funny thing about your um, your dislike of baseball. Is I'm saying this on the pod. I I'm saving. I saved it for the pod. Ooh, wow. Is it is inconsistent with a sports media based like a sports media platform based on fandom. You don't like. You don't like. Well, the thing baseball. is, I, I that's not true. I love baseball. I, you don't like I hate watching, watching baseball. baseball. Millions on, t- of, in, on TV. Millions of Americans like watching baseball. I like watching baseball in person. That's fine. I appreciate the sport. I love playing baseball. I played so, baseball so all is growing your, up. Is your poo-pooing Made of... all the all-star teams, too. Hey. I was there. I loved baseball. He didn't make a single one. But I can't watch it on TV. Okay, so here, then, then my follow-up question, because I'm willing to be shown new information and proven wrong. Okay. Is your poo-pooing of baseball... Outside of the television viewing part of it, just a show. What do you mean? Like, I'm a huge baseball fan. Yeah. So is this like, is this like just me saying it so much? You saying it so much? Is it just a song and dance? And actually, like, you would have no problem going to a Mariners game every other weekend if we had the opportunity. Every other weekend, dude. That's very oh awesome. Gosh. That's a very extreme scenario. Isn't that the dream, though? They live in Seattle. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> that's a long drive, okay, bro. You know what? Let me just. Okay, they're the closest <laughs> team. Like Portland. You know, well, let's say if Portland got a team. If Portland got a team, I would love to go to multiple games a year. Portland Roses. Rose. Portland Roses. I feel like Portland Roses. That doesn't roll or off the tongue. Or they take the trademark. The best name would be the taking the trademark from the minor league Hillsboro Hops. Oh, that would and be a the great. The Portland Hops would be okay. Great. Uh, quick, quick. Uh, we're sidebarring, sidebarring, sidebars. Quick aside: the uh, Seattle just got an NHL team. The Seattle Kraken. I'm all in. You just stole my thunder. But that's cool. Sorry. <laughs> my bad. The Seattle Kraken, and it's got the so dopest logo. It is. So I'm good. 100% in on the Kraken at this point, at least until Portland gets Portland's a team. But team. if but if Portland gets an NHL team and it's a stupid name, <laughs> like I will Portland, still be a like the Portland Roses. <laughs> that would be a bad hockey team name. Oh wait, uh, you know I love the Portland Hipsters. <laughs> Not actually, but, but, the but Portland that'd be does have a minor. Maybe they have Winterhawks. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They have the Winterhawks. So it, I mean, there's the potential there. The area is still I growing. I think that the NHL will expand because 31 teams is a an odd That's number. That's so weird. Literally, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think Portland is the one that gets it, especially because like Seattle the, just got a team. Yeah, so I, that'll I just, be the Pacific well, and Northwest. And Vegas. So there's two new teams in the West, which well, yeah, and the and West and, needs more teams comparatively. But what I was going to say is, is it's okay. Dope. Kraken's such a tight name man well um, done seattle but i feel like they will let the kraken kind of grow and they'll let the fandom in the northwest grow a little bit with that uh organization before they add any other nhl teams in so before they think about bringing a team to portland Dude, the they'll see how seattle was goes. seattle for the seattle kraken was 500 million dollars i'm pretty sure the nhl would take a new team like in any big city. So if I just don't think Portland has an actual market for an NHL team, so they don't have actual money. Well, you know what I mean? They they've got the money for a baseball team. It's a great market for a baseball team. 
and there's there's fan desire and there's actual current investors, a current stadium plan and a current stadium site. Boom, 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 done. I gotta hockey be real with you. Happen. But like if Raleigh, North Carolina is like we want a hockey team. Actually, I think that's where the Carolina Hur- Hurricanes play, so they probably I, won't go there. I got to tell you, I'd way rather have a hockey NHL team in Portland than, than a baseball an, team than an MLB team. Yeah, although you I, realize they'd be competing with the basketball season, so why would you? you I like NHL more than I like MLB. <laughs> okay, then let's go back to this real quick. See, that's not consistent with like the average American. I would say the average American likes NHL, well, likes watching NHL more than baseball. Baseball, hockey. Okay, but what I'm saying is that Americans just don't know that they like hockey more than baseball yet. I I guarantee they would enjoy watching hockey on TV more than watching baseball. And that's why I think in the next five to ten years, Mm. hockey is going to boom like crazy and baseball is going to continue to dwindle. We'll I don't see. think so. We'll see. I don't think so. Okay. Okay, so you're saying that you're... Put your stock in NHL, people. You're... you're Preferably the Kraken. With me, you're talking the talk of poo-pooing baseball is more a show than actually... You don't... like. Well, I mean, I definitely play... hate watching it on TV. Hmm. But... I mean, okay. I to definitely be fair, ham I don't, it up I don't you. like... Okay. That's, I mean, that's what I figured. Yeah, I rev it up but, with you. I've never um, poo-pooed on baseball this much in my life until I met you. It's... Oh. Yeah. You're special. Oh. I love you, too. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's an example. Here's a, top, a top-notch a top sport, it, like UFC. It's on the rise. Yep. Don't care for it. Well, with UFC, I feel like people can only... Like, it's going to plateau at some point. Like, it can, it can only get so big before it plateaus because some people are just not okay with like the blood and and oh i don't care with that just how violent it is i'm literally just not entertained like hockey's violent but it's not anywhere close to ufc it's just entertaining you know the best ufc fights last less than a minute the conor mcgregor one the big one that lasted like 40 seconds which one was that again i don't know best ufc fight ever because i was like because 40 seconds so in, shocking. there was so much action. There's just crazy. Well, it's like Ronda yeah. Rousey, too. She was beating everyone in like yeah. less than a minute for like three fights that straight. That is fun. But honestly, the like back and forth of like boxing, you know, like, and it went 12 rounds and my unanimous decision, you know, like, it's Evander Holyfield with one ear, you know, like, it's, yeah. that's not fun. <laughs> I mean, I would love to see Evander Holyfield with. Everything live is better, for sure. We can we can agree on that. Live is always oh, gonna be better. Oh my gosh, yes. But Jenny doesn't seem to understand that. My wife, she's like, "Can you just watch it later?" And I'm like, "Then it's not no, no, live." No, no. I mean, live in person. Oh okay. yeah, 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 definitely. Live in person, well, live on TV. Yes. And then in fourth place is recorded later. What third, third place is blank? That's how bad recorded later <laughs> because is. Because you already know who won, you and you're like, know who won. it's the excitement is gone. If I have like, a I will watch. Like I've gone to a wedding, on, like during an Eagles game before, yeah. and it's like, don't get married during an Eagles game, please. I mean, mm. we don't live in Philly, so to be fair, they're fine. But like, I didn't. I turned my phone off. Like, I didn't do anything. I was like, no communication at all. And it's like, it's hard being in that many fantasy leagues, and they played Sunday night. <laughs> I, and it was just insane. Yeah. Ugh. The the only team I can really watch, and I think it's because I've been the biggest fan of this team since I was really little. The only games I can watch where I already where I Baseball? already no 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 where I already know the outcome is Oregon football. Because if I mm. for some reason can't watch an Oregon game, I've probably had like had to have a near-death experience to miss an Oregon game. Right. Um, but if for first. some reason I While have to miss an Oregon game, wedding. <laughs> I, will, I will go back and watch it and still love it. Not as much as live, but I will still love it so much. I totally agree. And I think that college football, not college sports, college football has that thing. Because yeah. this is where, like, I feel like people's first, like, if you're a sports fan – and you like football, your first true love 
is mm. your college football team. Mm. Like Kelsey, That's so true. Kelsey asked me once. She's like, would you – like this was uh, after the Eagles won the Super Bowl – in 2018, and the Cubs won the World Series in 2016. Yeah. And she goes, who would you rather win a champion? Like, who would you rather have win a championship? Oregon. The, like, <laughs> the Eagles, the Cubs, you know, the Ducks, the Blazers. And I was like, you know, it definitely helps that the Eagles just won a Super Bowl yeah. and the Cubs just won a World Series. Because it would be tough for me not to choose the Cubs, Cubs yeah. just because they'd been so long. It was such a big deal for them. Yeah. Exactly. But I... I did say I was like I'm, I would have to go with my first true love, yeah, which was so the Oregon Ducks, um, and 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 in a broader spectrum, it was my college football team. So, if you're a Beaver fan, if you're a Baylor Bears fan, if you're a North Carolina well, State Wolves fan, like if that's your first true love, yeah. like that's that's. Did you say North deep. Carolina State? What did you say? Is wolves? Not, aren't they not the Wolves? No, I just it's a random team to pick. That's where Russell Wilson played. <laughs> and Philip Rivers. Right? That's right. Yeah, we talked about this yeah. before. Um Russell Wilson played for the Badgers. I actually think that it, it probably, Is it not the Wolves? Because I'm pretty sure it's the Wolves. It, and I'm it's the uh is it the Red the Wolves? Wolves? Or is it just the Wolves? I'm pretty sure there's I don't a, mean. I don't know. Anyway. Um or is it the Pirates? It's not the Pirates. Who's the Pirates? That's, uh, East, East Carolina? Carolina. East Carolina's the Pirates. Or Coastal Carolina. No, it's East Carolina. Oh, it's yeah. Pirates. Because um, uh, they're purple. They're purple and yellow. Yeah. I think it could have hurt the Cubs that they just won the World Series because then For there's me? yeah in in making that decision of like who do you want to win see uh, who do you want to see win a championship? Well, yeah, because it, it's like they had just won. Is that what you were saying earlier? I'm saying that like it would have been if. Like Oregon not winning one and the Cubs being on like at that point would have been like year a hundred and eleven of not winning. Exactly. That's there's that like more urgency and, with it. Yeah. But that's the same thing for like, okay, the Timbers the Timbers won in in Oregon basketball had recently been to the final four. Yeah. You know, I mean like all these like the Eagles have won the Super Bowl. It's like So it was a great uh, time. It was a great and <laughs> but I think that take it all away. I think college football is a sports fan's first true love. It probably did. usually, I mean, it, like, I it's it, local, or you've got some sort of like family tie. Like even even people that like aren't really, sports fans, they can root for their alma mater. Yeah, it really just depends on on your family situation. I think first generation sports fan right here. Well, where you're where you're born and raised and your family situation, mm. like because uh, for. Like a lot of Mexican families, I mean, their big sport's going to be soccer mm-hmm. growing up in their household. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, it really depends. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for me, the University Viva of Oregon. America. <laughs> for me, yeah, Oregon winning a championship. They've never won one before. It would just be so mm-hmm. big. Like, I really, really struggle with the decision to buy tickets to – I've never – they've been – 2010 and 2015, they, they made it to the national championship. And I. You, you went to the 2015 playoff game. The best game I could have gone to. And I went to the, the national, national championship. championship the week later. Best, best Oregon game probably in history in I history, went to. 59 20. And then I went Marcus to. Marcus Mariota freaking, versus Jameis Winston. Freaking heartbreak. Oh, man. It was. It was that Rose Bowl. Out. We got amazing tickets, too. I could not believe it. We paid like 250 bucks. For both tickets, Jenny and I, and we were in like row six, That's right ne- right at an end zone, like the corner of an end zone where Oregon scored like two or three times. That's awesome. It was well, amazing. scored like eight times, so it was bound to happen. It yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> we were in the 400 level of the AT and T uh, Stadium. Hey, but I, you had a huge video screen. Huge video screen. I don't, I don't regret it because like people have asked, like, oh, like isn't that like. Doesn't that suck? And I'm like, you know what? Like, I looked, I, like, through the college football marketplace, you get to, like, bid on tickets uh, to be able to buy them at, like, market value, uh, not market price, price uh, face value. MSRP. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> face value. Um, so I did that in October for, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there was something about how, like, it was uh, the accumulation of a perfect season. Uh, yeah. To I mean, like to be able to go to the game, and so you know, I've, I've been I, of thinking course about, I would have wanted to win, but 
I've been thinking about the two times Oregon has made it to the national championship and the teams that they had to play were both ridiculous. Like they played Cam Newton, arguably one of the best college quarterbacks of all time, probably top five. Uh, and Cardell not, Jones. Not, not college career. No, but the thing about Ohio State is that Yes, they had to play with their third-string quarterback, Cardell James, who was really good. Ezekiel Elliott, Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas, Eli Apple. Yes, they <laughs> had so – Terry. McC- I think Terry McLaurin – technically Joe Burrow was on the team. Yeah. They had Gosh. so many great players. Like There was something we posted on Instagram showing how many NFL stars were on that team. Mm-hmm. It's insane. So Oregon had – that to go up against in 2015 and in 2010 against Auburn. They had Cam Newton. They had uh, Nick, uh, the interior defensive lineman. Uh, what was his last name? Uh, he, 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 he was yeah. the best defensive lineman um, in college football that year. And the rest of their D-line was really good as well, obviously in SEC defense. And so... They've, I mean, they've just had a rough, rough go of it in the national championships that they've been. Yeah, it's it's very much that like also Dyer was any down. of those teams play the year before or after their two-time champions. Yeah, you know, but yeah. yeah, but that's what the cards are dealt. You know what I mean? You can so we we got distracted from baseball. Uh, I wanted to say okay. that. Um, <laughs> see, there it is, right there. There it is. <laughs> Um, Just poking the bear. So games have been uh, – some games have been postponed due to COVID because Major League Baseball did kind of more of a regional bubble rather than a literal bubble like, you know, uh, basketball. Everyone's in Orlando. So only you're only playing your division and the um, other league's um, division. So AL Central plays NL Central and AL Central. So the fact that there's been like a COVID outbreak – I feel like it was just an eventuality. Oh, like, yeah. It was going to happen. Same with NFL. But the thing is that, like, yeah, NFL is going to – it's going to be that same thing. The hard part is that um, these teams, like, they're tracing the current St. Louis one to players going out to a casino. And they're tracing the Marlins one to some other thing that was basically, like, people being, like, not – not caring and not taking it seriously. And actually, today I, re- I well, saw Well, Tom something. Brady hasn't been either. And he's the face of the league. He hasn't been what? Taking COVID seriously. Oh, gosh. That's just bad PR for Tom. But <laughs> the... I mean, if, I he's, love you, if, Tom. He's, if he's out there and you know that he's not taking it seriously, that's just not good. Because he's well, not... Well, yeah, I mean, there's been all the news reports of him going out and throwing with Gronk and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Well, what's wrong with that? When the NFL was telling them not to. Oh, okay. I was like, now it's like training camp. Yeah, no, now it's fine. Yeah. But, like, the uh, the MLB actually reached out to the Chicago Cubs because they're taking it so seriously and, like, how they're, like, doing it. And, like, first-year manager David Ross, like, what do you – and I think the big thing was that the whole team understands that, like, we've got a job to do here. Wait, they have a new manager? Yeah, David Ross. They don't have what's-his-face anymore? Joe Madden, they didn't renew his contract. Wow, he's with the Angels now. Slap David Ross. David Ross last game. It was during his like retirement um, uh, season. Was Game Seven of the World Series. Wow, I got a signed baseball from him that year. Wait, from Joe Madden or from, from David Ross? David Ross when okay. he was playing for the Cubs, and then they won the World Series. Oh, okay. That year, got it. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, you gotta go and be in Chicago. That's awesome. That. I know that was. So, 2016, we went to Europe for like three weeks. As we went, did we. Uh, cheers. We almost met up. Uh, we, we were so close. We weren't as close then. We given us we, like, uh, Well, could have been. It wasn't meant to happen, I guess. But we... We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. Yeah. Either with kids or babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 2016... Hashtag grandparents. Hashtag thanks, Nana. <laughs> uh... Um, she's a listener. She, I, she actually <laughs> is. Jill, yeah. my mom's also a listener. BT Dubs. What's her name? Like, Kathleen? what's her grandma's name? Does, oh, she's... does your daughter call her Kathleen? <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen. No, she's uh, she's Grandma Hart. Okay. Or uh, no, sorry, she's Grammy Kathy. 
My to, parents to are Grandma and Papa, and Kelsey's parents are Nana and Papa. Okay. We got to wrap but this I thing know, up. But I know, I don't think we my, still have a. Oh my gosh, the story. Real quick, family I was gonna story. Say, to get to. 2016 was a cool, crazy year. We traveled a whole bunch, but the highlight was probably going it's to the, the World Cubs. Series. <laughs> because you think about that was like one event. Yeah. And like Europe was awesome, but like the, the my favorite night in Europe doesn't beat my watching the World Chicago, Series yeah. live mm-hmm. in person. So that is a cool experience. Yeah. Okay. Um. You had a you had a really quick uh, in endearing story about okay Emma and Hazel, right? So, our our daughters are playing together at our house. They're like running around, and I don't even know exactly how it happened, but Emma fell, or Hazel gave a hip check. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something like that. And Emma, oh, wait, didn't Hazel get hurt? Or who no, gave Emma who got a kiss? hurt? Emma got hurt. Okay. But, I mean, I'm hurt with the quotes here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hazel. Hazel. I mean, it hurt like a little flick. And Emma, like, and I think you were there. And you're like, Emma, do you need help? And she goes, no. Uh, Hazel, I need a kiss to make it feel better. And Hazel's like, yeah. And just goes and and kisses her knee. Kisses her knee. Because that's what you do as a parent. When they get hurt, you say, oh, I'll give it a kiss. And she didn't want, Kelsey and I were both there. And she's like, no, I want Hazel to kiss it. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, keep going." I just remember the thing I, I was just to talk like, about. I was like, "That's just like adorable." Yeah. Oh, go Hazel deep. has been being really cute lately, and um, she's watched Frozen two a bunch. So there's the song in there that goes, "Where the North Wind meets the Sea." So <laughs> there's a river. Yeah, oh, but uh, Hazel just keeps repeating, where the north meets <laughs> the sea. And I'll be like, because she wants to go camping in her room, which is she puts a blanket down and tells me okay. to lay down. Okay. And so I lay down, and she comes over to me, and we, we do what's called pat-pat at night, where I just like pat her back until she goes to sleep. And she'll come over to me and do pat-pat, and she'll sing, uh, where the north wind <laughs> Meets the sea. It's so funny. Where the north wind meets the sea. <laughs> where the north wind. <laughs> it's so good. I love oh it. But it's gosh. so adorable. Those moments, man. Yeah. Those you moments are the like you gotta soak them up. Oh, so true. Do you, like I think of like I'm trying to like think. I, I think I feel like I've talked about this before, or maybe just Kelsey and my wife have talked about it recently. You know that you've seen The Office? Mm-hmm. Seen all of them? Love The Office. One of the greatest shows of all time. Hands down. Agree. We need an agree button, too. Agree. Agree. <laughs> It'll say, agree. <laughs> the other one will go, <laughs> negative. <laughs> yeah. You suck. Okay. Uh, agreed. Okay. Season, it's the last. I need a baseball bu- baseball sucks button. <laughs> Why you gotta do that? Okay. Uh, the end of The Office, last episode, and it's Andy talking. It's like, don't you wish you could uh, enjoy, like know that you were in the good old times while you were in, in the, the good, good old times? times? I feel like right now, having young kids, like it's stressful sometimes. It can be like chaotic and stuff. Like this is the good old times. Yeah. Like right now, like having like kids and just the like innocence and the like curiosity and like the learning. I'm like, I'm in the good old times. This is when it look like when I'm gonna look back on like photos from my kids. Like, yes, ten years old is gonna be great, but it's not gonna be as cute as two. It's not gonna be <laughs> cute as three. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. these are the good old times. And I know that like, you know, also thinking like, my uh, well, my mother-in-law now my father-in-law is getting a shout out. He told me once he's like, you know, having kids is great, and having young kids is great, but like every year and every age and every stage is its own like awesome thing and he's like and he was telling me this and he's like he's like even having kids that have kids Mm, yeah and i'm like that's That's so cool and like that's so like wise to like think like you know it's like oh my gosh like i love this moment in a year i'm gonna love that moment Mm -hmm. and in a year i'm gonna love that moment and 20 years from now i'm gonna love that moment you're gonna love everything your kids do for ever yeah well sometimes it 
goes awry. But there, are, there of course, there are crazy moments. Or but if you have a good relationship with yeah. your children, like you're gonna love everything right, every they stage. do. I, yeah, and so like that's what I'm excited because like it kind of like you pull those two things together and you realize like, well, I want to like enjoy and know the good old times while I'm in him, and I realize like I'm in the good old times and they're not going anywhere. Yeah. That's mm. so good, man. We should we should end with that. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah, mm. I guess we could do. I was gonna say we could do a quick weight loss update, but <laughs> I weigh less than I did last week. Hey, nice. <laughs> so do I. That's oh, the I, I guess we should, I should tell listeners. I, I decided to start an inter- intermittent fasting, so I am fasting um, for eighteen hours, and then I have a six-hour window where I eat. And I'm doing that between 1 and 7. And it was weird because in the first few days, I dropped from 218 to 209, which... We think there's some water weight in there. We think there was some water weight, and I think that's mainly what it was. And I, yeah, I don't really Still, know. That's, that's, that's not... It was a weird drop. You think about, though, like... I didn't feel your, like I lost that much weight. But you think about, like, if... Even if you're like water was like a couple pounds and you're like, you think about your habits in like one week being like, I mean, in my first 14 days, I lost 13 and a half pounds. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> and it's like, oh, but also like metabolisms are different and like, mm-hmm. men, like male weight loss versus, versus female, female yeah. weight loss. It can be like totally different. And so I think the big thing I was like talking to my dad, oh man. Hey, Mom, you're probably not going to listen to this, but I want to give all the grandparents a shout-out here. My dad was saying, is like, you know, I think the biggest thing is, like, being healthy. Oh, like, totally. Yeah. And that's that's what I am, like, for me, like, I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, I want to look good, and, like, I want to feel good, and being, like, 23 pounds lighter than I was in June is, I feel good, and I, great. You know, am, like, confident. But also, like, I just want to let those good times keep going. So I want to be around. Let the good times roll, man. Uh, I think that's great spark stuff. Ooh, that's our, our title, by the way. Let the good times roll, man. Uh, let the good times roll. Or just let the good times roll, yeah. yeah. I like it. Uh, I think that our weight loss should be, and I think this should be the goal. And let's say in... To be healthy? Well, yes. Definitely be healthy. But our little updates for like the our be healthy goals mm-hmm. is you have to be... Uh, to, like, just be like, I weigh less than I did last week. That's good. When do you have an end date for your goal? Because I'm trying to hit a weight loss goal, um, by like November first. That's my like timeline. Um, I'm on track. Did you ask, you ask if I have a date? Yeah, because I'm just wondering. Like, at some point, you shouldn't be like. <laughs> no, <laughs> some I don't. Point, I don't. Three have years a... from now, <laughs> Shannon's dead. Yeah, sometime <laughs> in my life, I'll probably lose some weight. I'll probably gain some weight back, and I'll probably lose. No, some but more if you're like, if you're like, um, if your goal is to lose weight every week, at some point, you just die. <laughs> <laughs> um, my goal. I don't have an end date for for my weight loss goals. Okay. I just have a. I have a goal weight that gotcha. I want to get to. And I feel like with the intermittent fasting, I will at some point plateau. I don't know where that will be, but... Mine is hit... Uh, I'm not losing it as fast. I'm still losing weight at a, at a good rate. But yeah, it does hit a... So really, I mean, I would love to just lose like 15 pounds because I wasn't too far above like where I want to be. So if I lost like 15 pounds and plateaued right there, that would be perfect for me. And then I could just mm. concentrate on healthy, like staying in healthy. healthy yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously I'd keep the intermittent fasting cause obviously it's working and that's like where I'm plateauing and then just fueling my body with healthier food and dude, better energy. Like, like that's what I need. Oh, dude, that's what's insane. So I that's love, where I'm at. Man. I love Brussels sprouts. I didn't know I loved Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny i literally just heard someone say that the other day i think it was me no no it was it was it was someone black they're like the way i grew up i didn't even I know think what it was sprouts. Me. did you say that no you're not oh you're not black man <laughs> no it was just like it was some black dude and he's like the environment i grew up in i've never heard of brussels sprouts <laughs> It's so funny. He's like, now five seconds to put it together. I was talking. I wasn't thinking correctly. (laughs) Well, you're not black. (laughs) 
Also a good episode title, but we will go with let the keep, let the, keep good the good times. Let the good times roll. Let the good times roll. Uh, okay. I think that's where we should that's end That's a it. great ending spot. All right. Make sure to follow us or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and mm-hmm. any other streaming services. So Leave that you, a review, so, please. An honest review. We love feedback. Uh, send us an email or DM. Like, any advice you guys have, like... You know, getting on the ground floor of, of what kind of format you're looking for. We, we we love it. We would love some listener questions. So, uh, oh my gosh, yes, dads who love sports at gmail.com. Yeah, send us some questions. Or DM us on Instagram. DM us on Instagram. It's probably the easiest way to get a hold of us. That's true. I don't check the Gmail that often because we haven't told people to send in questions. Yeah. So DM us on Instagram your question. I guarantee you, if you were listening to this right now, I'm guaranteeing it. If you DM us by next Monday night, we will answer your question. On the podcast. Yeah, next week. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. We'll also pay you five hundred dollars. Okay, that's like a zero percent. One percent chance. I'm just kidding. Okay, now it's zero percent. <laughs> Alright, that's all I got. You got anything else? That's it. Yeah, that is everything. All right. For Shannon Hartley, I'm Jeff Greytrek, and And this this is Dads Who Love Sports. This is what 2020 in the sports world needs. 100%. I just... I need Peyton Manning as an NFL commentator. (laughs) What about Pat Pat McAfee? I don't see him being live on TV giving color commentating. Yeah, that'd be rough. No. He's too much of a loose cannon. No. We need... The world needs Peyton Manning. Guaranteed, 20 years from now, it's not going to be Madden 2040. It's going to be Manning 2040. Okay? Wow. You heard it here first.